If everyone could please settle down, NR92's The Feed is about to start. Hey, it's Bethel Alamo here, and you're listening to The Feed. The topic for this feed is Black History Month. It's important to celebrate Black History Month for a variety of reasons. One including that, if it wasn't Black History Month right now, would you even know that the gas mask was invented by Garrick Morgan, an African-American inventor? Or would you even know that Madam C.J. Walker, an African woman, was the first female self-made millionaire in America? With January over and February underway, it also means that it's Black History Month. Black culture is evident in our everyday lives. Jaskirat Mandura has more. February means Black History Month, and black culture has a bigger impact on our everyday lives than you would initially expect. I was able to talk and sit down with an avid streetwear enthusiast and law student at the University of Alberta, Amrinder Mandir, to see how black culture has had an influence on his life. Yeah, I would say every day um, I just see people in wearing Jordans or talking about the latest Yeezy release. And, um, or even Virgil Abloh, he was the creative director of Louis Vuitton for a bit. Uh, I just think it's undeniable the impact uh, that black culture has had on fashion and clothing and streetwear, uh, especially now. With brands like Jordan and Yeezy being the best-selling sneakers in the world, it's easy to see the, how big the impact of black designers and athletes have in our everyday lives. But not just in fashion and music, but in societal issues as well. I think one of the biggest impacts that black culture has had um, is the usage of athletes' platforms um, for bigger social issues and um, making a commentary on the current uh, state of the world. Um, if you think, if you look back at um, Tommy Smith and John Carlos at the 1968 Olympics, uh, what they did with that black um, power fist in the air, and then you look again at someone like Colin Kaepernick uh, many years down the road. Mandir also spoke to us about the wide-reaching influences of black culture on music made across the world, but more specifically, Punjabi music. Um, Modern-day hip-hop is is dominated by black artists, and even when I listen to uh, Punjabi, I'm, uh, I'm bilingual, when I listen to Punjabi music, even today, I can hear the effects and influence that um, typically black music has had uh, on that genre of music today. It's undeniable that black history has had an influence on pop culture and fashion, but it's more interesting to see how far beyond the Western world these influences go. I'm just Kirit Mandir for The Feed on NR92. So there you have it. Black culture is everywhere, from music to pop culture to even sports. Over the past few years, black athletes have been monumental in terms of progression for social justice in sports and the rest of the world. Black athletes inspire kids all around the world for many different reasons, with their skills on the field or their involvement in the community. Ryan Golden has more. With Black History Month in full effect, in order to celebrate and recognize black athletes in sports today and yesterday, I interviewed a few Nate students and athletes to share their favorite black athlete and why. My favorite black athlete is Kobe Bryant. He took the term hard work and dedication to a new level. Mamba mentality was an inspiration for all, both on and off the basketball court. My favorite black athlete is Willie O'Ree. Born in 1935, Willie O'Ree was the first black player to play in the NHL. 
I don't think the NHL would be where it is today without him. His most recent accomplishment was being inducted in the Hall of Fame. My favorite black athlete is Darnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers. He's a stellar defenseman and uh, I'm also a defenseman in real life so I kind of model my game after him being a minority myself. You know, it kind of gives me some inspiration to see that there's uh, there's hope. I think guys like that really set the tone for fellow minorities within the hockey community. That's sometimes more of a tough sport to get into. My favorite black athlete would have to be Zeb Powell. Zeb was born in um, North Carolina and competes in slopestyle snowboarding. One of his recent accomplishments is getting first place in X Games Aspen in the slopestyle competition. And he's growing all over social media and does some nasty tricks. My favorite African-American athlete is P.K. Subban. I think the diversity he's bringing to the game of hockey is awesome as he works just as hard on the ice as he does off the ice. From working in his hometown to help the communities that are struggling and the encouragement he brings to different cultures and different races around the sport to help include everyone into the game of hockey is just awesome. My favorite black athlete is LeBron James because not only is he the greatest player to ever play the sport of basketball, but off the court, he also created the I Promise School, which helped out hundreds of kids across Akron, Ohio. And he also raises awareness for political injustice. It is without question that black professional athletes influence people all around the world with their abilities and hard work in the community. I'm Ryan for The Feed on NR92. So you see, this is why we celebrate Black History Month to learn all about the pioneers that came before us that we didn't necessarily learn in school. And our TV colleagues from Nate Newswatch recently had a chance to feature a play at the Varscona Theatre running during Black History Month. Here's Noah Rashog. Shadow Theatre Productions is starting Black History Month strong. No, no, not carrying on. Testifying! Mm. Shadow Theatres is back with their production of The Mountaintop, a play imagining the last day of Martin Luther King Jr. Rector Ray Strachan will be reprising his role as Dr. King for the third time in his acting career. In uh, this play by Katori Hall, he is visited by a, a hotel maid on, on a lonely night, and they just get into a debate, and they have great conversations about life and what the movement is. The show has been hailed for showing the human side behind the civil rights icon, as well as touching on the themes of individual potential and legacy. This is the first public show Shadow Theatres has put on since the pandemic, and they're eager to once again perform for an audience. Nate is also shining a light on Black History Month, and will be holding an event on Thursday, February 17th, called Creating an Inclusive and Informed Space for Our Community as a Whole, a conversation with Black therapist Noreen Shabanda. This workshop's goal is to raise awareness of well-being and stigma around racialized communities. There'll be discussions on the intersectionality of mental health faced in the racialized communities, barriers for members of the Black community to access mental health support, and creating an inclusive and informed space for our community as a whole. Mental health support resources will be made available to students and staff at Nate at the end of the workshop. This event is open to all Nate students and staff who self-identify as a member of the Black community, is a friend or related to members of the black community and wants to provide support or wants to increase their knowledge about mental health concerns experienced by the black community. Well, that's next Thursday from 3.30 to 5 p.m. And you can register at nate.ca by hitting the events tab. 
And remember, Black History Month can be celebrated any month. If you want to learn more about Black culture and the history behind it, get out there and do some research. Thanks for listening to The Feed. Our next show will premiere on March 4th and will focus on Women's History Month. On oh, court! Yeah. On court! On court! This is so good! Bring it back out! Thank you, thank you for listening to this edition of The Feed. Hear it again on NR92 Sunday night at 7.30 or find it on NR92 SoundCloud.